So, uh, there are claims that minibus taxi operators are threatening and uh, harassing scholar transport operators in Cape Town. The department says this has affected over 5,000 uh, children. We now speak to MEC spokesperson uh, Kerry Mochlin. Good afternoon to you, Kerry. Thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon, and thanks for having me. Excellent. So when did the department get to know about this matter, and on, and, and on what grounds are the association doing this? So uh, this has sort of been something that's been brewing over the past uh, uh, week and a bit. Mm. Um, eventually, originally, it was really just the uh, our learner transport routes that were affected. Yes. Um, and so learners that would normally be taken to school on our contracted learner transport would not be able to attend school. But then yesterday, the threat sort of escalated. And now instead of just focusing on learner transport and our contracted learner transport uh, bus drivers, uh, actually the threats went beyond and said that no transport of any type, including uh, uh, parents in their private cars, would be allowed to bring learners to school. And that's they used the word specifically that learners would be offloaded from the vehicles. Now, naturally, this has caused a lot of fear and concern for our parents, and that's why we've now had this big escalation to having over 5,000 children miss school yesterday. This is crazy. This is entitlement, or what is it? Arrogance, so what, what is it? Yeah, yeah, what's going on at the moment is that we have our normal learner transport contract. So uh, where we have to get children long distances to school, we, we do the normal process, the open procurement process. You issue a tender, people bid, uh, everything's done according to regulations, and then we award the contract. But unfortunately, particularly in the Kailicha area, um, the learner transport um, operators are now being harassed by taxi associations because they want to exclusively provide the learner transport but they don't want to bid through our bidding process. So they seem to essentially be demanding that they be given contracts, but without any kind of due process. And obviously Mm. we can't do that because that's illegal. And it's essentially just a hostage drama. It's extortion. So the MEC has met with the provincial leadership of the SAPS. What's the agreed plan of action to end this criminality? So the meeting was a bit wider than just SAPS. We obviously had senior provincial leadership from SAPS because they're very important, uh, the role players, because it is criminal action. Um, But we also had the Department of Transport and Public Works there. We had uh, police and community safety. um, And we had, uh, obviously, the officials of the WCED. So there's a multi-pronged approach in place. I can't go into SAP's operational matters. Mm. Um, they're going to be keeping us updated on that during the week. Obviously, every single piece of evidence that we have, every single notification we get, every single voice note that goes around, we send straight off to them. But at the same time, we are also taking steps on our side. The minister is working on uh, an affidavit that he can go ahead and, and lay a criminal complaint. But we're also exploring other avenues, perhaps an, affid- uh, um, an interdict against uh, the taxi associations to get them to stop doing this. Um, and a couple of other options that are on the table. So the biggest point is this. The WCED is not going to meet with any taxi association while the blockade continues. 
like you can't negotiate with a gun to your head. Mm. And so, so until that ends, we, the position of the government is firm. The Western Cape Education Department will not meet with them to discuss anything. So you're not, they're not going to meet the, the taxi associations? No, our, our department is not going to do so, no. So what happens in the meantime while you are still trying to find a, a concrete solution? Well, we have asked our, our parents to do their best. Uh, I know in a very tough circumstance to try and get their learners to school. Mm. But I must commend the work that our schools have already done. They've been constantly in touch with parents. Um, obviously, they've got experience of this kind of uh, thing from COVID where learners were at home for an extended period of time. Um, and so they are working on immediately developing work packs. Parents are collecting them. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different actions taking place. But the bottom line is this. Kids need to be in school. And really, it is, it, it's not a case of it being a, a dispute. Mm. Uh, there's no such dispute that can possibly justify uh, preventing children from accessing their constitutional right to education. Curry, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks so much. Have a fantastic day. Kerry Mochlin, MEC spokesperson. This is, this is unbelievable. Like, Shocking. you want to stop public transport uh, from transporting kids to school. The worst part is you want to stop parents from transporting their own children to school. We need visa and Also, you want to tender you never went through due processes for. Yeah, but like, pay, pay how, like, <laughs> so how are you going to get this gig? If you haven't gone through the necessary processes to get it, but imagine being being stopped from um, dropping off your kids to school. This is what I was saying. And people offloading them. Yeah, why yeah, can't man. they take this up with the department? Why then now inconvenience parents and kids? Oh man, you can't have a cake and eat it too. And I and and you know what? During peak hour, taxis are just too busy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Even in the afternoon. Well, they're really irritated you know? by this. The only time that, you know, they're not busy is when they do 20 kilometers per hour between the hours of brunch in Skatsin. Yeah, brunch, that's quiet. Brunch and 2 p.m. That is quiet. I mean, leave the kids alone. Let the kids go do to school to I get mean? an education. Let the parents take their kids to school to get an education. Because once those kids fall behind, you will you will not be able to assist them. Also behaving like they don't have kids. <sighs> Who drops off their kids? They do. To school. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, there you go. So, yeah, um, I'm told that um, you guys are commenting on this drama that is happening in uh, in the Western Cape where taxi drivers are blocking taxi operators from, you know, dropping off and picking up kids from school. The worst part of it now, they're also intimidating parents, saying they can't drop off their kids. I mean, what's going on here? What's going on? So do you have what do you have? Do we, go, do you have a call? Do we go to the calls first? Yes, Anonymous okay. in Cape Let's go to Anonymous. Anonymous! Good afternoon, guys. How are you, guy? I'm all right, man. How's it? I'm good. Welcome to the show. Yes, yes. Thank you, and uh, happy Valentine's Day to you. Or should I say to you, both or to the Say, say that to, sure. to Nati. To, Nati, to everybody in studio. Everybody's experiencing Valentine's Day, not nah, just I'm me. Not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to everyone in thank studio. Yeah. Yes. Look, man, the, the, the thing that is happening in the Western Cape or Cape Town, let me say, especially the townships, the taxi drivers, the taxi associations, it's so sad. Because 
I cannot even drop my child at school. I'm being asked, am I a scholar transporter or am I a parent? So if I'm carrying two or three kids, because look, as parents, we can actually group up and say, this week it is you who's carrying the kids, or next week it's the other parent. They still want to harass us. They want to take all the business to themselves. That's how sad it is. It's just crazy. So, so, so it's not only in Kailita. I've seen it in Kailita. I've seen it in, in in Strand, Nomzamo area. They actually, they actually took out. There were scholar transport buses. They actually took them out, and they are harassing anyone who's carrying more than two kids to the school. So, so anonymous. What are they doing? Are they barricading the street and then watching who is no, in? No, they will stop next. To, they are stopped next to the school, and they see a car. They will stop it and ask questions, who are you, are these your children, or how are you doing it? And then if you're not, they will tell you next time or tomorrow, you don't have to, they need to get into a taxi. And I'm thinking to myself, what is it that they're really thinking, why? Because if, if, if as a parent or a group of parents, we have decided that we do this uh, transport um, club as parents, we are trying to save on money, we are trying to save on fuel and time. We are not forced to take them to the taxis. Besides, they don't know where these people live, where you come from. Maybe there is no taxi that goes straight to that particular area. That is why you are having this transport club. They don't care. They will never listen to that. All they will tell you is that they need to have their children into the taxis. So they want you to leave your home and take your kids to a taxi rank. But, but then, look, look, it, it doesn't make sense either way. Even if I stay within the suburb, and yeah. I ask my child to take the taxi there. Do they know, how do they know that I have the money, the daily money to go there? It's 15 rand going to school and coming back. Mm. Whereas when I sell for a scholar transport, I pay that 750 at the end of the month. I know I'm covered, my child is covered with transport. If I stay outside the setup, how do they know that there is a taxi from where I stay straight to that school? Because mm. sometimes you'll find that I'll have to take a taxi to town and then town to mm. that particular mm. setup. Mm. So, they don't even want to reason with you. That's how greedy they are. Mm, mm, mm. Sorry, it's, Anonymous. It's very sad. It's yeah. very sad. And you look at kids, they they can't go to school, they are missing out, they just don't care. And they, what so they're going to do is they're going to they're gonna scare their kids as well. This is another thing, and is that kids are not going to go to school. Yeah. But, but you see, my biggest problem, my biggest fear is that the people who are actually on the ground doing all this, are not the taxi owners. So they've hired some people who don't care about the rights of a human being, who don't care about someone going to school. They, they don't care about anything. They'll just harass you. You can see that these are hard tasks. These are guys that have been just asked to do this operation. How long has, it, has this been going on for, Anonymous? Um, I think I think I, I started seeing this in Strand around some time last year. And have you seen police activity um, around schools since? I think parents tried. You see, this thing is very tricky. It's very political. Even the communities are scared. Who do you talk to? Who do you approach? Because this guy will not take anything from you, will not listen to you. The next thing, if you try to be a hero and organize people, the next thing, we bury you. So people are scared to approach these people. You know your cordetas and your cutters. It's all about war. It's all about killing. So people are just scared. But I have my kids not going to school than for me to die. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Anonymous. That's how bad it is. And and, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to think, the Department of Education cannot do anything, but this need 
a real serious political power somewhere up there to come down and control this. Yeah. Thank you, Anonymous. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, heartbreaking. All the hits, all day, all night. Feel good music, Radio 2000.